What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we dissect the hottest and latest news with a touch of what, Terence? Humor. With a capital H. Humor, man. Yeah. Capital H. Yeah. Like Harish with yeah. a capital H. I thought I thought that would that would like put a smile on your face just because H is mentioned. I know, man. And my name is Two H's. Yeah. Yeah. Two H's. Correct. But yeah, how, how's your weekend, man? How's your... Are you in Olympics frenzy or not? Um, no, I, I I think I realized why this Olympics, everyone seems to be following a lot more already. Because like, this why? is one of the few times that the Olympics, the time zone is actually really in our favor. Lah. Like, like Ooh, we are yeah. we're ahead of Tokyo by an hour or something. So, so it's like everything is an hour earlier here in Singapore. Oh yeah, that's true. Because the last time it was in Rio, and that was when mm. the timing was like, it's, uh, fucked up, man. it's all it's during work, up. La, right? Yeah. So this one is like, whoa, oh, hundred meter women's final. Oh, after dinner. Oh, just nice. Okay, you know, watch. Hundred meter men's final. Oh, just after dinner. Okay, watch. You know. Oh, and USA. Also the yeah, team the basketball USA versus whatever team. Oh, okay, just after dinner. Also watch. You know that kind of thing. And also the fact that most people are more home than they've ever been, right? So it's correct, easy correct. to just walk over to the TV and switch it on. Yes, correct, correct. So yeah, actually, I, I, it's nice lah to have the accompaniment of uh, the Olympics while you're just the chilling Olympics, out at home. Yeah. Yeah. So far, we've only done one podcast on the Olympics, lah, which is the one on Simone Biles and Joseph Schooling. And it's correct. interesting, like I think Joseph Schooling is back in Singapore already, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard he flew back. And there's some news about his, his dad being diagnosed with cancer as well and all. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which kind of, so, you know, it makes you also think about everything he's going through in perspective Where his mind space well. was. Uh, yeah. But exactly. there have also been some good articles that talked about how once like all this dies down, he has time mm. to process it. There should be questions asked about how, what caused his performance, whether there were any other factors. If it's not for him, if it's, maybe it's just for future athletes. Yeah, because uh, because if you look at past the uh, major tournaments over the past few years, there has been a decline in performance, mm. So I thought that was quite a good article. I think it was on CNA and all that. Correct. Because correct. those questions do need to be asked. Maybe not just yet, la. Yeah, maybe let's give it some time. Give it some yeah, time. And if you've got any family issues, we hope that hope that uh yeah everything turns out well and and then you just spend more time with family at this point, uh. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 But uh, but that does bring us to our first topic of the day. Mm. Oh, actually, we haven't done a plug yet, right? We haven't done a plug. Yeah, la. yeah. Why don't you yeah. do the honors this time? No, and uh, yeah. So if this podcast has brought you any joy or any, I mean, sorrow or so la, but any kind mm. of uh, emotion in the past, uh, in, in, you know, in the past whatever la, in the past recent months that you've been following us, please, please do just help us tell one person about it la. Let's go back to that basic of just telling one person about it because, mm. you know, that's that's the way that this podcast has really grown to this size of what, 1,400 uh, users on subreddit, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, how, I don't know how many listens per week already, lah, but but it's a, it's, a, it's a nice time for everyone to just get together and just talk about what's going on in life, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. And of course, there's a link in the description to our wonderful subreddit, which has uh, more than 1,400 members right now where people just talk about our podcast after they are out. And the, mm. the comments are often very constructive, if not mm. hilarious. Yes. So please correct. check that out too. Yes, yes. Correct. Cool. All right. So what is the first topic, man? Um, so yeah, the first topic is something that actually... Uh, maybe some of y'all have encountered this weekend as, as an interactive mm. this this creative work of art this weekend uh, mm. on Disney Plus no less or in the cinemas if you are brave uh, it's called Black Widow have you watched it? Right. Uh, yes actually this it happened this weekend I watched I watched it on Disney Plus oh you watched it okay good I, I contributed <laughs> yeah I contributed to it uh, yeah you contributed to it, and mm. and the issue we are talking about is is not just the movie itself, but the mm. fact that uh, last week the star of the movie Scarlett Johansson, who is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, actually sued Disney. No, sued. Uh, yeah, sued Disney for breach of contract over the movie. Mm. Um, and mm. following which, Disney fired back publicly, and then um, Scarlett Johansson's uh, lawyers fired back, and it's mm. just quite an interesting lawsuit. Uh, which we wanted to talk about because, I mean, 
it is it it could have severe repercussions for the industry and it's also an industry that we are in so mm. we might be able to give a bit more context as well correct correct yeah and and the crux of it is that um that there basically all the major hollywood studios last year uh, had to adapt their plans um with regards to the release of their movies like because typically mm-hmm. it is released in theaters there's a theatrical release there's like some exclusivity for 90 to 120 days where it's shown only in theaters and then after that it moves to the streaming platforms like mm. last year because of covid um every studio needed to kind of adapt and figure out okay maybe do a theatrical release in parallel with a streaming platform release at the same time lah yeah um and i think previously also back like last year or something we did a podcast about the warner media mm. and their decision to to release their movies at the same time in the theaters as well as their hbo um streaming platform and HBO that caused Max. a lot of controversy lah on HBO, hbo max, max. yeah yeah correct so so Uh, the reason why Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney is because the claim is that um by releasing it in parallel on Disney Plus it reduced it cannibalized the potential box office mm. um and why that matters is because some of her compensation was tied to to box office results lah. Mm-hmm. Yep, correct. All right, that's the general gist of it lah, right? Yeah. Uh the other thing I think is important to go through is just the generally uh you know some of the terms that they use to describe the different phases of a movie's release. So mm. when they say a theatrical window, right? What they what they mean is that the film is exclusively in cinemas in the theaters. So usually back in the past before COVID, the cinemas would have a 90 day around a 90 day exclusive theatrical window, right? To screen a film. So a film like Black Widow would have a would you be only be able to catch it in, at Golden Village or the Cathay for 3 months. I mean for the first 3 months, right? only in cinemas mm. if it's continuing to show for 3 months like right as many weeks yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it goes uh, after that after that 90 days then it starts to open up to other platforms like other streaming platforms like Netflix uh, Disney Plus all these things if there are deals in place ready like so mm. uh, in this case what has been happening of recent years is that this theatrical window is no longer exclusive it's no longer exclusively a theatrical window now when they say day and date they means on the same day that the film is released in the cinemas it's also released on streaming uh. so mm. um yeah those are just on the the general terms that you 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 were here being thrown about by industry people to to describe what's going on uh which i remember when before i i really joined the industry and really understood the the economics of the the whole industry it was uh, I, i never really i never really comprehended all these different terms lah uh. You know, so mm. I just want to make make it clear to to people. And uh, what what uh, and according to according to what what is said in the lawsuit or the press release or what, uh, it seems like a lot of Scarlett Johansson's bonuses, on top of her twenty million base salary, the bonuses that she should get for Black Widow, are tied to the performance of the film in cinemas. That means only the mm. box office will be counted towards that that uh, that bonus. She had, like the box office has to hit certain milestones. I don't know one billion, five hundred million, eight hundred million, whatever, before she gets mm. paid like a lot more lah. And they say her attorneys are saying up to fifty million in bonuses lah. You know. Mm. So so maybe just pause lah. Like like for people listening to this and they're like, why the fuck do I care about the life of Scarlett Johansson and all that shit? Mm. Why 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 did you want to talk about this? Uh? Um. Uh, okay. Firstly, I, I think it's because, I mean, it is part of pop culture, right? We everyone has watched at least one Marvel movie in their life. Uh, mm. I think for some people, like the formative years, ah, uh, of watching movies, and everything is all they they've been following Marvel since two thousand and eight or whatever, lah, right? And mm. uh, I know I know of a lot of people who literally cried when Endgame happened and everything, lah. Why? Why you uh, assume everybody can watch Marvel? Can you check your Marvel privilege or not? Oh yeah, yeah. Check my English speaking Marvel, yeah, Western English Marvel privilege. Western entertainment <laughs> privilege. But even yeah. in China, I mean, all these Marvel movies are also very popular, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it's not. It's definitely not an exaggeration to say that they're very popular and most people have have watched them around the world, uh. Uh, yeah. So all these characters uh, and the actors who portray them are very. You almost feel like you've been following them for such a long time. Robert Downey Jr., you know Captain America, the Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, lah, for example, and all very yeah. intricately linked because all their stories are all intertwined and all, lah. 
so so this essentially is like imagine like something like Friends like that where people where where suddenly at the on the tenth season of Friends, uh, one of the stars suddenly sues sues the the production company for you know for 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 not paying them enough and all. And then it feels like the whole family is like is being broken up like It's a, a bit like fighting for assets or something like that like, You know what I mean? Mm. So, so it just it just it just feels a little bit sad as ending with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. At least this phase seems to be ending with a lot of strife and potentially no more Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow anymore, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So, so I, that, that's how it's, it's relevant as pop culture. But it's also, I also feel that it's important because it's uh, the first time that you will hear such a big Hollywood Hollywood name like Scarlett Johansson, a Hollywood elite, lah, standing up mm. to essentially like the giant of the entertainment industry in Hollywood, which is Disney, lah, right? Uh, yeah. And, and, and literally suing them because these kind of things, um, if they come to the point where there's, they're already going to court or suing each other, it means that probably a lot of steps have have happened, arbitration or whatever have happened, and it just hasn't hasn't they haven't been able to do anything. So this one is like the nuclear option already, no? Yeah. Mm. To me, it's like it's like you know, like Scarlett Johansson is is part of the Avengers, and she's Black Widow, yeah. And Black Widow is the the least superhuman powers, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she almost feels like okay it's a human among superheroes fighting bad mm, guys mm, mm, but even off screen yeah. now she's a human fighting uh, without superheroes yeah. against supposed bad guys like, which is fucking awesome it's great, like. and, yeah. and why I say it's fucking awesome because um, I think I, I think like you know you always hear stories of how freelancers or mm. the small guy in any country any industry always getting eaten up yeah. Um but for them to speak up or file a lawsuit even, it's always, they don't have access to resources. Like, and that's how the the monopolies all kind of happen because you get one big company that just drowns out the smaller companies. Like, mm-hmm. like even with our our case with the liquidation, which is still ongoing, for us to, even if we wanted to fight back and file a lawsuit and all that shit, it fucking takes a lot of money to file a lawsuit. Like, and there mm-hmm. are countless instances of of other small players, freelancers around the world who have probably gotten in that sort of position. So mm. for Scarlett Johansson to literally bite the hand that has fed her a lot. Mm. I mean, she was a star before Marvel, but mm. I think becoming Black Widow, she's been in the Black, the, she's done nine movies. Is it nine yeah. movies for Marvel? Some, yeah, I'm sure somewhere there. Plus, yeah, plus, like, plus she's is... the most prominent female Avenger, right? Yeah, the exactly. The main female Avenger, yeah. Yeah, because you get the Hollywood elite, but now it's almost like if you're part of Marvel, you're part of the elite of the elite. Like, like every mm. fucking big star is part of Marvel and she's there. And for her to literally fight back, it's it's a statement. Mm, um, and it's interesting because just based on what you, if you Google, um, even the boss of uh, CAA, which is the mm. talent agency that reps some of the biggest stars in Hollywood, mm. I think the co-chair came out to speak in support of Scarlett Johansson. Mm. So, to me, like is he's the co-chair of the one of the biggest talent agencies in Hollywood, mm. and they have they probably have very intimate relationships with Disney, given that a lot of their stars are on Disney's roster. Line for mm. him to speak up against it, I'm like, oh shit, that's mm. kind of a there there is a big issue, la. So yeah. so that's why I thought it's interesting, and especially in Singapore, you know, where artists have been deemed non-essential. Yeah. Um, maybe in Hollywood, certain artists are also there's that mm. sentiment there, la, that they are. That they are that they are how you say uh, they are, they can be taken advantage of la. So I just yeah. thought this is pretty cool that she's fighting back la. Yeah, and, and and maybe it's also fighting back against this larger theme of, um, you know, big corporations using COVID nineteen as an ex- not not as an excuse la, as a reason to you know change terms when they're dealing with smaller companies or freelancers and things like that. Or you know cancel they cancel something but they don't want to pay you the cancellation fee and things like that, right? Um, yeah, exactly. I'm sure everyone has heard of some stories like that, even down to like you know the rental issue, right? Like government gives out rental rebates, but but the 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 people who own the property don't give don't pass those rebates down to the to the to the people who lease the property, right? So yeah, uh, it, it's it's these things like that that I I find um yeah, like if you're a big corporation and you have a lot of lawyers and and bean counters, i.e., accountants or bankers. Uh, working for you, right? These are the kinds of things that they will do, lah. They will use this opportunity to sort of just uh do a clean sweep of of all the things that they don't want, 
within the company, like you know, the clean yeah. sweep of all the rules and the, the the stuff that they had to deal with before, like freelancers that they owe money and stuff like that. And and I mean, we 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 are also an example of that, like, Right? Essentially, uh, our, uh, the platform that we created show for liquidated right around the time of COVID, and then uh, you know left a lot of the creators hanging, uh, Right. So, including uh, us la, yeah, yeah. with so, regards to payments and, regards yeah, to payments and, and, and even just acknowledging where, where the hell our our TV show is what, what, what the hell is going to happen to our TV show la, right? we have no clue up to yeah. now so um, yeah it, it's just a very strong move by uh, a very powerful person in Hollywood uh, someone that all along you know we always think of her as like a or you know she's just a, another sex symbol another, la, yeah right. another sex symbol in Hollywood and oh okay she makes a lot of money now as a acting in Marvel but now she's like the fucking one to lead the charge against these yeah. these corporations man and I'm also she, she also had some controversy with that anime that got turned into a movie right what was it Ghost where she in the played shell. an Asian character yeah Ghost yeah. in the Shell yeah she has a and tendency also, for that uh, yeah yeah and she also said that if she's an actor she should be able to play any role uh, so that got mm. some backlash also but now yeah. it's almost like um, and, and I mean the context of this why um, I, I can imagine a lot of Hollywood actors being behind her is uh, when we did the Warner Media piece, right? Where mm. basically the context of that, Warner Media decided to release movies like uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on in the theaters as well as HBO Max at the same time. Mm. They actually paid out, I think, 200 or 250 million US mm. to the stars involved in those shows, to make up uh, including for that, Gal Gadot, yeah. to make up for whatever bonuses that that would be tied to box office. Like, because mm. a lot of these contracts would have been signed pre-COVID, including yeah. the contract for Black Widow. Like, right? Sure, yeah. So so it felt like, okay, they did, they they realized that, okay, they were they did piss off a lot of actors. There was a lot mm. of backlash, but they took it upon themselves to to pay pay off, at least find some sort of, of a settlement. Like. Yeah. It appears in Disney that did not happen. Yeah. Which is why it's, it's crazy. Like, because for Disney... Uh, I mean, the context of this, apparently her lawyers did reach out to Disney to to negotiate something, but they didn't. Mm, mm. Uh, they they went silent. And what is blowing this out of, uh, out of, like blowing this up is also after the lawsuit that uh, they filed, mm. um, Disney issued a statement. And, and this is what they said. And I mm. quote, there is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its careless disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with Miss Johan Miss Johansson's contract and furthermore, mm. the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to end, earn additional compensation on top of the 20 million she has received to date. Mm. So this is like what you said earlier like where mm. companies try to use COVID as a reason to do whatever fuck shit they do like, and mm. this got a lot of backlash because there's no reason to comp to declare how much she got publicly and to yep. juxtapose that next to COVID felt a bit like a cheap shot. Lah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically trying to say, oh, she look at this greedy person, she's really earning so much money and she's asking for more. But but the the thing of it is, is the principle of it that is the problem, right? That well, You see, the problem is not that the yeah, you know, everyone's suffering global pandemic, all these things. But the point is that there was a contract signed lah, and Disney is trying to hide behind the legal lease of the contract saying that, oh, whether it's an exclusive theatrical window or not, you know, that kind of thing, to not pay Scarlett Johansson uh, additional, uh, you know. And and maybe some people might, might say, yeah, but you know, this is business. Uh, this is what No, it's not about that. It's about the principle of it. If you sign a contract, you need to adhere to it. You know, you can't just disappear. You can't just, uh, you can't just like back out and just say, oh, you know, COVID. Because imagine if the reverse happened. If because of COVID, Scarlett Johansson say, "Oh, you know, now I'm just suddenly not. I'm not going to appear for filming because of COVID nineteen. You know, what the hell will happen to Scarlett Johansson? Hmm. She'd be sued mm-hmm. out of her pants, right? So yeah, yeah. So the, that's the thing when the when they do the reverse and they don't adhere to the terms of the contract. You know, we as 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 the people who are not the giant corporation, they also need to uh, understand that what is going on is that that there there are there's a breach of contract going on here and 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 if you don't observe the legality of the contract, then, well, then what? what's the point of signing a contract in the first place, right? You know, if just yeah. as long as the one that has a bigger legal team and more money can just argue their way out of something. Yeah. And I guess, I guess the caveat there is that the contract 
um, mean something as long as the company isn't liquidated. Because for Correct. us, we also signed a contract <laughs> yeah. with the network. Yeah. But now it means jack shit because the network doesn't exist anymore or is yeah. in the process of not existing anymore. Yeah, everyone, who so owned, more, everyone who owned or, or ran the network has basically gone hidden behind the shadows, right? Yeah. So yeah. so that's why even if I wanted to play like devil's advocate for this, I I don't know how to because I'm fully in support of her. And there was one interesting article that was uh, came out on The Hollywood Reporter talking about mm. why she actually has a very slim chance of winning. Mm, mm. Um, and that is because um, apparently in the contract with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Disney, they didn't specify that mm. there would be an exclusive theatrical release. Yeah, correct. it was just that it would be a wide theatrical theatrical release, and I think the number quoted was a thousand five hundred theaters, lah. Mm, and correct. I believe Disney did do that, but mm. because they didn't specify exclusivity, um, that didn't preclude them from launching it on Disney Plus as well, lah. Yeah. Then I think just now you mentioned, you know, arbitration. Uh, I think this is the first high-profile case that is getting so much attention because similar cases in the past have apparently been. Uh, settle behind closed doors, like, and mm. that is what arbitration means, like, right? Yeah. And I'm pronouncing it properly, like, right? Arbitration. Yeah, right? yeah, arbitration. But the, the arbitration. thing is, I think also that um, you know the the big the big exec producer at Marvel, Kevin Feige, right? Kevin Feige. I don't, yeah. I'm not exactly yeah. sure what the pronunciation is, but Kevin Feige, shout out to him. I mean, he's a he's the big visionary behind this whole Marvel cinematic universe, right? Yeah, uh, he's a Marvel he, architect, like. Uh, yeah, apparently he is uh, very embarrassed and distressed by this whole situation that um, that that Disney or Marvel couldn't sort out those issues behind closed doors with Scarlett Johansson. La. And uh, mm. I can empathize with that because like probably he has probably had to, you know, spend many, many years trying to woo these actors, these big actors, everything to, to play these characters and and you know, really build up these characters over time, over ten years, literally ten to twelve years, you know, where they that they spent mm. invested in this character, and if um, if relationships, uh, if the relationship with an actor just you know goes kaput like that, right, in the future when they want to you know release, I don't know another, release the film on another format or something, you know, will they be expecting another lawsuit coming in or things like that, you know, it, it can get very messy like, going forward if the relation if the bridge bridges are burnt between the actor and the studio. Um, yeah, so I, I I would suppose that there's a situation everybody wants to avoid as well. No, but the interesting thing is, interesting thing is like um, there is apparently an arbitration clause in the contract between mm. Scarlett Johansson and Marvel. Mm, mm, mm. So so she can activate it like, That's why I understand like, like if mm. there's an arbitration clause, you basically can say okay, let's arbitrate. Mm. I'm guessing that's the root word of arbitration, and then they go behind closed doors and they settle like. But she is suing Disney. Mm. Uh, with the accusation that Disney um, caused Marvel, its subsidiary, to breach mm. contractual obligations. Yeah. And her contract with Disney does not have an arbitration clause. So mm. the writer of this article is saying that she the she and her lawyers want this to go public mm. because Correct. maybe there's there's some sort of rumblings amongst the actors about this and she she's she's at the stage where she doesn't really give a fuck anymore, right? Um, yeah, her I Black think, Widow character... I think um, the... In, I th- yeah, carry on, Karen, sorry. Yeah, I mean, like the potential for future movies of the Black Widow character is not that high given the... I won't give a spoiler away for Endgame. Yeah. If, actually, fuck it. Like, Endgame has been out for so long already. She yeah. she dies, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's no poten- potential for that. And it feels like this is already causing some sort of ripple effects because mm. just today, Gerard Butler is apparently suing um, uh, his studio for the Olympus has fallen for additional profits. Uh, John mm. Krasinski and Emily Blunt are apparently thinking of asking Paramount for more money for their movie Quiet Place 2. Mm. And Emma, I think, uh, what's Emma, name? Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone for, for Cruella, the recent, right? The recent film that was released on Disney Plus as well, Cruella. Yeah, also, yeah. are watching this case very closely. Uh. But I mean, yeah. the, just to jump the weeds a little bit since we're talking about it, I think uh, part of the reason she's going after Disney could also, uh, it could also be because you see, Disney Plus is owned by Disney, right? Uh, and Marvel yeah. Marvel is also a subsidiary of Disney, la, right? So yeah. her contract might have been directly with Marvel and not directly with Disney. Or I don't know whether affiliated with Disney or what. But because Disney Plus is a, is almost like seen as a separate entity within Disney itself, right? So Disney yeah. can, can be the one directing to Marvel that, oh, you know, your film must 
your film must uh must go on Disney Plus at this on the same day and date lah. So so that's why that's why maybe she feels like the there's no point suing Marvel because all Marvel did was just make the film lah, right? Um, mm, mm, but the distribution of it is decided ultimately by by Disney lah, and, and maybe yeah. that's why she's going after Disney. I, I'm not sure about the legality and all the legalese and everything behind it, but um, it, you know all these all these things are quite complicated lah. You know who owns distribution rights and who gets to come in at what point of time in terms of the ownership of of all these rights and all that. So so it, it's just a it's just one of those things that we have to wait and see what happens. Although although most, I think industry insiders are seem to be saying that it will definitely go back to arbitration because they don't want it to be public. Nah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's why it's it's interesting because um, if you Google Disney, right, they have a history of doing things a little unscrupulously. Like mm. One example I could find was with regards to Robin Williams and the, the, the genie, the marketing of Aladdin or something. Um, mm. But, but I think, you know, whenever a company gets so big, right, it almost, mm. and Disney is fucking huge. Yeah. They, yeah. they now have their own streaming platform. Mm. They own, don't know how many franchises and they're mm. getting to scary level huge. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's, in some way, like, Scarlett Johansson is playing the role of like WP, you know, just, just checking them <laughs> and uh, putting some checks and balances. And I, and I, oh. and I think that's, it's, it's great that she, even if, there's like thought, she's gonna she's lose more, a lawsuit and all. I thought she's more of a Roy Ngang or or Amos Yo, just a one person going against the Amos Yo. Who the, the fuck is Amos Yo, dude? Who's Amos Yo? Who's oh, sorry, Amos Yo. Amos Lee. Amos Lee. Is it Amos Lee? Amos Yee. Amos Yee. Correct, correct. Amos Yee. Amos Yo. Amos Yo. Who's Amos Yo? Why is that? Why is that name come up in my mind? Amos Yo. I don't Amos Yo or Amos Lee. Amos. Amos Yee. No, basically. No, you combine you Yo and Lee. Yeah. You split up Yi into Yo and Lee. Yes, correct. Yo Lee. Yeah. Yi. Yo 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 plus Lee equals <laughs> Yi la. Yeah, it was it was Yi. Oh, you correct, deconstructed correct. it. Yeah, she's it was, the, it was it Yi. Yi. Yeah. She's the one crazy one that's re- that is willing to go all the way. No, like Roy Ngang and Amos Yi started off already on the on the other side, whereas Scarlett Johansson has been part of the system for how long? Oh though? yeah, correct. She's no, then she's touching bok. She's touching bok. Oh, she's touching bok. She's yeah. touching. <laughs> <laughs> she's a touching bok. Oli Shen Yang, Oli Shen Yang. Touching bok is Singapore Scarlett Johansson, is it? That's what you're Singapore's saying. Singapore's Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Or Scarlett <laughs> Johansson is America's touching bok. Is it? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's right. Well, more. But yeah, I'm 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 actually super excited about how this goes and and how the other actors also kind of um uh follow through because mm. I mean even in Singapore we have heard through the grapevine that all the Singapore shows that you are seeing on Netflix now, right, mm. were acquired for shit money mm, 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 because Netflix is so big that mm. for any production house to get on Netflix it's almost like a badge of honor. So they have they have so much leverage that it's it's scary la, and the the power is the leverage all is in those network in the, the hands of the network la. Yeah. Correct. And we can speak from our own experience also la, that when you are not a Scarlett Johansson, you have very, very little leverage. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, and, so, and and yeah, so so team Scarlet all the way, man. Yeah, I mean she's had a very uh I think last year she had a lot of nominations for best best supporting actress. Uh, for no, Marriage she Story, won, is it? She won Marriage Story and uh, the Jojo Rabbit as well. Uh, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah. So I think she's Actually, had quite a good run in the last one, two years. Uh. I mean, as much as she's been a sex symbol, she's 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 a she's she's a pretty good actress, man. No, she is. She, she, uh, I mean, since the yeah. early days, right? Of, yeah, uh, with Matchpoint and all, right? Oh, before Matchpoint was there. What's the one? Lost in Translation, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, correct. There was a breakout, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, there was the breakout. Yeah. There was a breakout. But so, holy yeah, crap, this is this is interesting. interesting. And it'd be so cool if like Black Widow takes on Hollywood. Uh. You know, no yeah. Incredible Hulk, no Captain America. It's just Black fucking Widow, man. Black Widow, man. But Black Widow. Speaking of being widowed, right? If you don't want to be... I mean, <laughs> if you're on the market looking for looking for a partner and everything, uh, there's something else you oh, also need wow. to you also need to be doing if you want that just went dark man yeah if you don't want to be single basically uh, and, and that brings us to our next story which is the fact that more dating apps in Singapore mm. are letting users display COVID-19 vaccination status mm. and 
on the other side of the world, mm. um, there's a anti there's a anti vax dating app called Unjected, not Injected, <laughs> Unjected. Yeah. That has been removed from the Apple Store for inappropriately referring to the pandemic, yeah. and the <laughs> app owners now say it's censorship, yeah, So. Yeah. When Terence and I were debating like what topic to talk about today, my suggestion for our goofy topic was the Singapore story, mm-hmm. and then his suggestion was the America story, and then we realized, oh shit, they're like two sides of the same coin, man. Two, yeah, yeah. You could be in Singapore and maybe dating an American or vice versa, you know. So so all this could affect you in a, in some way or another as well, right? No lah. I mean, I mean, what what do you mean? Singapore dating America? You know, I'm saying two sides of the same coin. It's just like both concern apps and both have very different approaches. Like I didn't talk about anything about cross cultural or inter inter intercontinental no, like, relationships. Yeah. Uh. Let's say you're uh, yeah you're a Tinder user. You have the uh. Tinder app on. You're Singaporean, but then you travel to US for whatever uh. reason lah, and then you open up Tinder. Then you realize, oh shit, you need to do something. There's something that you need to add lah, which is your vaccination status lah. So, so oh, it applies whether or not you're in the US or in Singapore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait, right, so you know? this one this one is not just for Singapore users. I think it's only for Singapore users, no? Is it? I, no, no. I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen other articles where it's, they're also, uh, in the US and UK also, they've basically been oh, is it? They're rolling it out already. Yeah. They rolled it out is in it? June already, I think, even before. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the context is essentially at least three dating apps, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, and Hinged, have mm. rolled out the feature for Singapore users, according to this article on today. But you're saying it's yeah. not just Singapore, right? I see, I'm um, saying dating apps outside of Singapore also have been starting outside to Outside of do Singapore that, right? also. Yeah, 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 yeah Um, And with Coffee Meets Bagel being the first to feature the option in March this year. So basically, mm. uh, for those of you who have been on dating apps, mm. um, and I guess now it's no longer like, oh, you know, embarrassed to be on dating app. I think it's more often than not the the common, more common way to find your partner. I found my mm. girlfriend on a dating app. Which one? Um, Bumble. Bumble, okay. Bumble. Do you know the difference with Bumble? Not entirely, no. So Bumble, when you match, the girl has to message. Oh, I see, I see. So ah. that's so sexist. Why? No, eh, no. The, it was started to give the women power. Oh, really? To put the power in the hands of the women. <laughs> so that it prevents like unsolicited dick pics and all that lah. Okay, okay, got it, got it. And it was started. It was started by a, a a woman who used to work for Tinder, but felt that the tox the culture there was very toxic and um, experienced some sexual harassment, unfortunately. And then she decided to start her own app, and got that it. became Bumble. Nice, nice. By the way, yeah. you, you are so, the real life. You are the real life like uh, example of uh, how how it's worked for you la, for people la, right? Yeah la, yeah la, yeah yeah. Uh, it cool, did, it cool. did, yeah. It okay. Did. So 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 basically, yeah. Now um, I think. All three apps realized through their intrusive uh, data mongering that mm. more and more people were putting their vaccination status in their bio. Yep, yep, so yep. so now they've actually incorporated it. Uh, for example, I think Bumble gives users a free super swipe uh, if you if you declare your vaccination status. So now it's part of the app and I think it's almost like a it's it's not just a, a word you put in your bio. Mm-hmm. The, you can click I'm vaccinated and you'll get a badge la, a vaccinated badge yeah correct, correct. so then then I was thinking like wait, honestly before I read the article you shared, shared with me mm-hmm. to me this was okay it helps vaccinated people find vaccinated companions mm-hmm. but it also helps unvaccinated people who mm-hmm. choose to be unvaccinated find unvaccinated companions yeah correct correct that's right right and I was thinking okay fuck like this this is one of those things that uh both, both, both demographics would really appreciate lah. Mm, yeah, so it's not it's not um, discriminatory in any way lah, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, uh, okay, it's fair, but I mean right? one of them, but one of them. Hey, actually, yeah, they say the super swipe, right? Mm. It, it, it's, it's given to anyone who declares their vaccination status. So that's smart mm. also. Mm, I don't mm. think it's only for people who say they are vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's totally not discriminatory at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then after that, I read the article you sent me where there's an actual app that mm. is only for people who have not been vaccinated. Oh, and no, that is discriminatory, right? <laughs> is it? I mean, no, 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 I guess, yeah. No, 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 I just, I just, I think it's just, uh, I think it got taken down because it's promoting a certain lifestyle that is counter to what, what society needs now, right? But what they say is that specifically your social networking app inappropriately refers to the COVID-19 pandemic in its concept or theme. Mm. 
Mm. Um, but if you go to the Instagram profile of Unjected, they are going all out in fighting uh, Facebook, Apple, and Google, uh, citing claims of censorship and discrimination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think they are going to be pushing forward with their website because that can't be shut down like the app. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so so you know, when I was thinking about this, I think there's this one move, uh, one book called The Time Machine or something written by, is it Arthur C. Clarke or something, mm. um, where the someone goes back in time and then goes forward in time by like 50,000 years and he reaches a point where there's almost two subspecies of humans, like ones that li- live above the ground and one that lives below the ground. Yeah. Um, neither one is vastly superior to the other. They just went somewhere along the the, the, the course of time, they they, were, they met in a fork in the road and then they went separate paths. Uh. Mm. Then I was thinking, hey, fuck, maybe this, is, it takes something like this to really separate and maybe cause like this, this almost new... Demographics, because if you imagine, let's say the people who are vaccinated actually mm. do have some long-term side effects for better yeah. or worse, yeah, and that get passed on in their gene pool. Mm. And then with apps like this, it helps people dis- uh, meet companions who of similar vaccination status. Mm. Fucking, mm. you fast forward like ten thousand years, what the hell is going to happen, man? Of mm. course, it's just me going down the sci-fi route, lah. The multiverse of madness, uh. <laughs> The multiverse of madness, exactly. Yeah, uh, but but the. Uh, do you think it's? Do you think uh, the non-vaccinated should? I mean, do you think Apple should should be banning uh, an app like Unjected? Or, I mean, ultimately, it's an app for for the non-vaccinated themselves. I mean, they made the choice to not be vaccinated, so they probably want to meet other people who also think similarly to them. And, and what what what's so bad about that, lah? Right. Yeah, because like Unjected's profile mission it's uh basically uh a, a, an app for medical autonomy la, mm. which sounds very good la, you know mm. you're free to you're free to choose your own medical medical status and approach so yeah the the one thing is big tech in the US is very left leaning mm. right mm. not to say that vaccination vex, uh, vex, people who get vaccinations are left leaning and people who don't get vaccinations are right leaning but I I think there is some sort of correlation with it be like the anti-vaxxers being more conservative or is that just, am I pulling it out of my ass? No, I mean, there, there is a leaning towards a rejection of expertise and science and everything on the side of anti-vaxxers, right? Yeah. Uh, which generally also, uh, you know, you find a very large uh, correlation with, with a lot of uh, very hardcore uh, right-wingers as well, you know. Rejection yeah. of, of of evidence and and and, and things like that as well, So so I guess what Apple the grounds for Apple kicking uh injected off is that uh, injected violated rules demanding reliable COVID nineteen information from trustworthy sources mm. like health agencies and medical institutions, mm. and the fact uh the fact that injected uses some less than honest tactics like telling their users to help it dodge those rules by avoiding the use of telltale words. So mm. I think. Mm. It also Wait, sorry. Tell the words meaning meaning what uh? like like what do you to, to avoid what uh? um I think so all, all it says here is that the app producer reversed changes made to comply with app store rules and encouraged uh, users to help it dodge those rules by avoiding the use of telltale words. Got it. Got it. Got I don't it. know what. No, no what I know. I know means, what it means because like I know. I know like some of the anti vaxxers on Facebook and everything. They don't dare to spell yeah. out the word uh, vaccination anymore because they know that that triggers uh, the algorithm to to look more closely at their post. And then if it's mm. an anti-vax message, it will get shut down immediately. Lah. So they, they use strange like full stops or XXX to replace the the double Cs oh. in vaccines and stuff like that. Lah. So I so see, that's I what see, I've see. seen a lot uh, of these anti-vaxxers. That's what they've been typing. Whether even even in WhatsApp and everything, that's how they've been posting as well. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah, Facebook posts as well. Mm. Oh, so that's why I think I even saw some posts the other day about uh the women uniforms. It was they didn't the person didn't spell out women. It was W asterisk M E N. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, so and I think in the comments, someone did point out, yeah, that's just to prevent being flagged up for whatever reason, mm, Correct. Yeah. So I, I, I'm guessing that the Apple Store probably has this, and in the they probably also scans reviews 
of the app as well. Mm. So uh, if anything comes out in the review that's like anti-vaxxer or, or anti-vaccinations or or what, or you know, the vaccines are fake or what, words like that, then it gets flagged and then the co- then they'll look at it more closely and, and take it down. La. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, this one also, I mean, the the app has now like 7,000 more followers over the past mm. one, two days on Instagram yeah. and they're going all out. They're yeah. doubling down. Yeah. But then I guess that asks the bigger question, like let's say a business in Singapore wants to only provide to unvaccinated people. Mm, mm, right. Mm. Because I think in the Telegram group that I still am in, yes. um, there are like documents that are trying to support businesses that also don't believe in <laughs> like the, the, there's there's stuff like that growing, no. And yeah. and it's not surprising, but I feel like so that that is that will be illegal. Um technically, yeah, but it's just whether you'll survive the PR the PR storm that will come la. Cancel culture coming for no no not cancel culture but yeah PR storm basically because a lot of people are gonna be very unhappy that you are you are doing everything against the grain right of what mm. what the government and everyone's trying to trying to do as a community yeah. wow well I yeah. mean in, in this case the injected versus Apple and Facebook I find it hilarious um yeah. and. It sounds almost like a joke fine. app that someone would come up with, uh, but I guess there's a, the anti vaxxers are are very serious about the anti vaccinations, uh, right? Yeah, they are. And I think the more that the you can imagine, you know, like even when we read the petition uh, by the anti vaxxers they did call yeah. out big pharma, big tech, you know, all the harvesting of data. And now if you have an app that is fighting against these companies, right? Yeah. Holy shit, man, it's gonna bring the, the community even even more together, man. Tighter together, right? Yeah. It is, uh, tighter together because now the common enemy and everything they they kind of uh called out is coming true la, that mm-hmm. big tech is suppressing suppressing their right to remain unvaccinated and all correct 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 yeah so so uh, I mean the if if you okay, but, but let's just put that, that scenario out there let's say you were still on all these dating apps and you are single and everything uh, if you were vaccinated and then you saw this really really hot girl who's you know Seems like up your personality and everything, but she's unvaccinated. Mm. And at this point, you know, vaccinations have been open to to someone her age for about two three months already, lah. So there's more likely than not she's there. There's specific reasons, uh, in terms of for her vaccine hesitancy, lah. Let, yeah, let's differentiate between anti vaxxer and vaccine hesitancy, lah. She's mm. just he- hesitant to take the vaccine. Uh, would you still swipe right regardless? Yes. <laughs> Why am I so surprised by that answer? <laughs> hmm. You tell me, okay, you tell me if you were single, you wouldn't swipe, right? If she's like, like just on paper, the girl of your dreams, no? Personality, uh, I need to know the personality better. I'm a very hey, personality. Fuck off, like, okay, fuck I don't judge based on looks okay, like, you, like you do. Don't give me the shit, okay? I've known you for long <laughs> enough okay, to know that it's absolute bullshit. <laughs> because, no, okay, yeah. because... Me, you never let me finish. Oh, I will okay, swipe, okay, right? Yeah, so yeah. that I can engage her in a conversation <laughs> and understand where she's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Basket. Sure. Never let me finish, no. <laughs> and then, you know, like, meet for a takeout dinner. Yeah. Uh, of course, with a negative, uh, with, with PCR tests all done. And <laughs> no, then, you know, get to know her better, <laughs> lah. And with social distancing yeah, all the way, lah. No, yeah, no, no, no and I'll be doing... No, and I'll be doing my part. If this she decides to get uh, vaccinated, then yeah, it's it's doing my part for the country lah. Mm. I'm I'm doing my part for Singapore, you know, like just convert them one by one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, you know, um, you're talking about something that maybe, uh, especially with our recent discussions about anti-vaxxers or that, that that might actually make more sense lah. Um, you know, the labeling of of everyone who's not taking a vaccine as anti-vaxxer and you must be crazy or stupid or something like that. Uh, someone did point out in our subreddit that you know this kind of thing also is not super helpful, right? And then and, and, and yeah. he it's a parallel to like when I say like using the words Chinese privilege might not be the most helpful way to get uh you know actual Chinese people on your side in terms of 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 uh understanding the issue lah, right? Uh, I know mm. I'm wading into very deep waters again, but but to me the semantics of these things matter lah. Whether you, when you use the word like privilege and all. So when you use a word like anti-vaxxer, you know, and then you lump everyone together in this group. Um, it's also important to just differentiate between people who are very hesitant about taking vaccines for whatever reason, 
uh, and then those people who are actually spreading disinformation about vaccines, like, you know, uh, and it's that, that second group of people that I think we need to really, um, you know, really try to stop, like, you know, whether it's through information campaigns or just, just telling them to just just stop it, like, you know. Whereas, whereas there, mm. there are people who are hesitant because of, you know, of being afraid of needles or being afraid of the side effects and things like that. So, um, because I mean, for, for, for me, it's easy because I'm not scared of needles. So, I, to me, it's, like I walk, it's a walk in the park. But there are people who are, have irrational fears of things like needles or cockroaches or whatever shit. So, you know, it, it, those are vaccine hesitant people who might do better going on a date with someone like you, a uh, a very charming guy that they meet on Tinder who, you know, hey, you mm. know, let me just poke you a little bit here. This is what it just feels like. Yeah, Nothing fuck. more than this, you know. <laughs> hey, that, con- that sentence no can pain. mean a lot of different things, okay? <laughs> no pain, only, only <laughs> a little bit. Really. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do on your first date, is it just poke poke here, is it? No, no, I mean, actually this is funny because I, I recently attended a wedding and then and then it was in this, there was this group of friends and then it was, uh, the, the the guy who was holding the wedding was telling us, oh, you all need to do a PCR test, lah, right? You know, the the test where they put the thing up your nose and all that. And then and then after that, I, I didn't I didn't look at the I didn't look at the chat for a few days already. Then after that one day I just opened it and then the, the first message there was like, Oh, it, it's no pain. Poke only two point five cm in, into you only. <laughs> so without any context of seeing that, I was like I I wanted to private message guy. I said, "Hey, dude, you accidentally sent to me one of the messages you're sending to your KTV girls or something, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> then it turns out he was actually talking about the PCR test itself, where they go only two point five cm into your nose with a cotton oh. swab. Uh, so so that was quite uh, that, 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 that that reminded me of that. Anyway, but yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe that's a better approach where you make a friend with someone who's vaccinated who can tell you a little bit more about why you should and 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 what what is there to fear not fear that right you know just now like what you said about that that person who pointed out there's that you if we don't want to go down the dangerous path of just labeling anybody who doesn't want to get a vaccine as an anti-vaxxer who's like yeah. does, rejects signs and all but it sounds vaguely familiar to you know in the past when we hear about the people who want to vote for brexit versus not not mm-hmm. against brexit or mm. vote for Trump versus against Trump. There was this notion that, why well, if you're a Trump supporter, you're a fucking idiot. Eh? Yes, or if you right. want yeah. Brexit, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But over time, we also realized like, oh shit, they had like rational reasons for thinking that way. Yeah, they, I think and nobody was for, listening to them, right? Nobody was giving yeah, a shit nobody about was what listening they, to them. Yeah, nobody gave a shit about what they thought or said. That's why they were so angry. Yeah. Eh? yeah. And I mean, now it feels, honestly, if you go into like this, this vaccine, uh, anti-vax telegram groups, they are fucking getting more and more momentum and like, yeah. they really feel damn united. Yeah. I think maybe this one is, is different from like an election or policy because the science seems to Hold up, favor right? the yeah. fact that vaccines are still the better option. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just, I mean, even today, I, I was, to, uh, was in the presence of someone who is firmly not going to take a vaccine. Like. And I was oh, just really? listening to the convo and it just, there's no way to to convince. Like. There's no way to convince. You never try it a little bit. Uh, just, how about this? Try. How about that? Then? Try it. Like, everything also just, there's an answer. Like. And mm. it's the kind of answer that brings in religion, brings in mm. this, brings in that. And like, oh, allow it. It's, and you, it's almost like the more you try and discuss it, the more you try and rationalize it, the harder it is the hard day double down but is this someone that who who you you actually care about having a long term relationship yeah. with this person yeah yeah, you yeah. Do? okay okay then then it's not yeah. it's probably not worth it like in your in your estimation to go and argue some more but i mean like i think the arguing may not help but there needs to be some other way like. i was talking mm. to my friend um earlier just now and i think like the, in the context of family where kids and all come involved or grandkids, then that sort of stuff tends to work on the older parents. Like, and I thought, oh mm, shit. Uh, then I can imagine. Like, because if you imagine if like as a grandparent, you can't see your grandkids. Correct, correct. Yeah, maybe yeah. that might, might, might push them Spur to take the vaccination. La. Correct, yeah. But oh, it is, it is, it's tricky. La, tricky. But I'm mm. curious, like these two ongoing cases are fucking interesting. Yeah? Scarlett Johansson versus Disney and Unjected versus Apple, Facebook, and Google. Yeah, correct, correct. I mean, the the whole anti-vax thing is is like, like I said, like, it's a seems to be a ticking time bomb. Uh. 
like they're all getting more and more like you say NC getting more and more united and all that so I, I just wondering you know at what point this is gonna like spill over into something more la. yeah man yeah yeah man Tricky. all right cool but that all brings right. us to our third segment which is the what should comment Right. One short comment. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, what is you your one like short to... comment? Okay. Uh, my one short comment was posted uh, two days ago on the episode uh, of uh, regarding Simone Biles and Joseph Schooling. Mm. And as always, there are there are great comments there. They are very thought provoking. Mm. Um. And 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 some familiar commenters, some not so familiar commenters. And I mm. think this comment is from someone. I think is a new commenter. Mm-hmm. Um. And this person says that uh, in my opinion mental health is sometimes a personal struggle and lies on a spectrum who's mm. to say Joseph Schooling has better mental health than Simone Biles on her respective day of competition and goes on to say that um, I mean this is taking aside you know Joseph Schooling's performance and all that but the fact that he still pushed on and went for the competition and completed it it is an achievement and mm. but this person also pointed out okay you have Simone Biles who, who pulled out because of mental health you have Joseph Schooling who Probably was under a lot of pressure. He still went through um, and with carrying the expectation of doing really well. But this mm. person points out that there's a third kind of person that also deserves uh, credit. Like the people mm. who put in as much time, as much effort, knowing that they will never win. Mm. Knowing that their best is either second or third or even unplaced. And yeah. I think I think that is something that is quite magical about the Olympics. Because like I was watching the swimming swimming heats the past few days and they like let's say for freestyle there are 10 heats la, for the mm, men mm. and women and the, I realized by watching that the heats are in order of their qualifying times mm. so from heat number one you will get people who are so far off the Olympic records and world records that they are likely to never qualify for the final mm, 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 but each of those people have probably spent don't know how much fucking time to mm, train mm. And and I think that is so so respectable that for them it's not about winning no it's not mm. about getting a podium finish not even making it to the final it's just to represent their country on a global stage mm. and I I think that's 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 uh well I just watched them like fuck man these people are all like super respect they will never make the headlines they will never yeah. be be like superstars or something mm. but they still put in all the effort like, and I think this comment made me think of that like. Yeah, I mean the especially this past year, right? Like like really like um luck also plays a very huge factor. And sometimes just turning up, you know, is is all that matters in terms of like your mm. chances to win. Because uh you look at the NBA playoffs, like like all every major t- every star with a bit of a uh every team with a star player, that star player got injured at some point in time, like, you know, during the playoffs. Uh, whether it's yeah. because of uh, a shortened season or COVID or whatever not nonsense it is, or just bad playing bad luck like, right? So, yeah, you know, no no team competed with like a full roster of healthy people, and it just so happened. That's why it was such a interesting thing this year that the two teams in the NBA Finals there wasn't a single player that had ever played in an NBA Finals game before like, You know. Oh so, really? Yeah. Yeah yeah. So it was just a really like a, 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 a fresh slate a fresh slate. Uh. So it's almost like a changing of guard, but also just acknowledging that luck has also a very huge factor to play in the whole thing. So you, you might never know, like it just so happened you you're maybe like the you know, you're not you're nowhere near the top three of any kind of competition, but it just so happens if a plane, you know, the plane that the top the top three people are traveling in got COVID or something, and then all of them can't play because of COVID, you know, then then you might suddenly might become a an Olympic champion for all you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, but the so, important thing is yeah, that you turn up, like You turn up and and you there and you did all the work that you needed to be there, like, Right, and that that makes yeah, you yeah. deserving of being the champion as well, like. yeah, yeah, exactly. But so, yeah, what is what is your one show comment? Yeah, the my one show comment actually it goes back to the anti vaxxer thing that we covered a couple episodes back. Uh, cause there's one comment from a traditional i seven nine one three. I wanted to highlight like, that it was actually. Um, not say that he was a he's a you know anti-vaxxer or vaccine hesitant but he is just saying that he feels that he's a bit more coming from a more neutral point of view where he doesn't think that um, people who choose to take vaccines are necessarily less selfish and just just wanted uh, you know just wanted to say his, his piece like that, that it's uh, it just comes from a place from you know they just 
that's what they think for for themselves and for their own family and why should we judge them for what it for what they believe and everything lah. Uh, so I wanted to just yeah just say you know thanks for coming forward with the comment. Um, although although we a lot of people on our subreddit and probably uh, you and me ourselves probably don't agree fully with with their point of view. I think it's 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 great that people can come forward with their views on our subreddit lah, right? And and mm. and you know we don't end up in shouting matches to to or like just calling each other names on the subreddit, but actually like we think through each point that you say and try and try and think carefully about it and how you, why and how you might be feeling a certain way about it, right? Uh, and yeah, yeah so I, I, I appreciated the fact that there was a very different comment, a different kind of um, viewpoint coming from someone because it also takes time and, and effort and, and also a bit of courage to just come forward and, and put out an unpopular viewpoint. Uh, so so I, mm. I'm very glad that people are doing that on our subreddit and, and it keeps our discussion... Uh, it keeps our subreddit a bit more um, vibrant. Uh. It's not just an echo chamber of the same people saying the same things all the time, uh, right? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, so that is so true. That's thank you, traditional i seven nine one three. And I, even I also responded to it. Even it's just saying what I think about what he said. So lah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the that's the nice thing about this Reddit community that we haven't seen on like Facebook and YouTube and Instagram where we have been over the past eight years is the mm. fact that. Yeah, the conversations actually feel like you read it and like, oh fuck, there's it changes your mind. Huh? It's not just mm, some mm. some one two line comment talking about how how shitty your video is or something. Or like. how Harish pronounces uh Amlet or, or I mean people rootless. still do say that, like people still do say that. <laughs> but honestly, I love reading those comments because yeah, to yeah, me yeah. it's like it's like a good friend making fun of uh something that I do. Like. Yeah. So I, I I feel there's that certain level of of comfort, of course, don't get personal and like fucking make fun of but like other shit lah. Yeah, yeah. Then I will get sensitive. Correct, correct. But uh, but yeah. yes. So uh, our final is, segment. What is your one? Sh- yeah, the one shock thing. Uh, my one and, shock and thing actually is uh going back to a one championship event. I think there was a recent one championship uh battlegrounds event, uh where mm. you know Victoria Lee had her second match. <laughs> Uh, after you know we were there in live in person thanks to one championship uh, watching Victoria Lee make her debut in one championship she's the younger sister uh, I think 16 or 17 year old sister of Angela Lee uh, right and Victoria yeah. Lee had a second fight against uh, against Wang Luping at one battleground in a closed door event at the Singapore Indoor Stadium on Friday and uh, yeah. she I mean she dominated and won her match la, in, in, in the first round so it was, uh, I mean, it's classic uh, Angela Lee or Victoria Lee strategy, you know, take the person to the ground and, and then use jiu-jitsu to get them to submit and or just pound them, pound away at them. Lah. So, uh, oh, serious, uh? yeah, so it was pretty, it was pretty I mean, the, 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 the cool thing is that the, the entire fight is already on YouTube. You can just, you can just watch it on YouTube. Uh, but of course, I was just thinking, oh my God, at 17 years old, what was I doing, like, you know? And then I remember, yeah, seventeen years old, I spent a lot of time studying and you know hanging out at cafes and doing jack shit <laughs> and It was the first round, uh. Yeah, first round. Well, first round finish. So this is, I mean, she's God now. Damn. This is only her second fight, so she's still, and she's only seventeen or sixteen, so she's still got a lot of uh, a lot of potential to grow. So let's 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 yeah. So do check out her fight and then yeah Let's let's support her since she she since she's fighting under the banner of. You know, as a Singapore athlete, lah, she she wears a Singapore flag on her shoulders and everything. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe by the next Olympics, I don't know whether there's ever been talk for MMA to be an Olympic sport. I think there are discussions, but but because it's such a new sport, that a lot of stuff has to be agreed on before it can happen. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. My my one show thing is uh. Uh, the, 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 I just decided, like, remembered there was this one song that I used to listen to quite often and mm. I just checked it up again. It's by this singer, Paolo Nutini. Have mm. you heard of Paolo Nutini? Yeah, I have. So, yeah. pa- Paolo Nutini as a singer it always blows my mind uh, because I think he's so damn talented and his voice is so unique and he had some big breakout hits, I think, maybe like, what, 10 years ago? Mm. And then after that, I don't know what happened to him, but he has this one song... Uh, called Iron Sky and mm. he there's this one video of him singing it at the Abbey Road studio la, which is the studio made famous by the Beatles and um, he sings it there 
And it's such a moving performance, right? I think even Adele shared it and said that it's one of the best live performances she has seen. I mean, it's not live in front of the audience. It's it's uh, live with the band and all that. Okay. And it's fucking great. Like, like, the song is awesome. And then the way he sings it, there's it something very captivating about the way he sings it. And mm-hmm. he's also a very good-looking guy. Like, so um, it's it's just a pleasant watch. Like. Okay. Yeah. So it's so an old song, an old song, like, basically. I mean, it's from 2014, man. Okay, but okay. I, I, I'm just curious, like, what happened to him? Because he was, he, he blew up um around 2006. Yeah. And then he 2014 maybe was his peak. Mm-mm. And then after that, don't know what happened. Don't know what happened. Yeah, probably just life got in the way, lah. You know. So as of 2017, Nutini was living in his hometown of Paisley, and he performed karaoke there in 2019. That's it. <laughs> Oh really? Karaoke. Yeah, so so not sure, yeah. But but yeah, I think I think that that performance was was really really amazing. And this, I and okay, I so love it. This is Iron Sky Abbey Road live sessions, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. super great. Cool. Cool. Cool, man. All right. All right. Uh that's that's the end of this week. We will be back. I mean, I mean this week we're still going to do three episodes, la, so Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to end like that. No, I mean but, the next uh, week. I mean next week we'll have there'll be the Olympics. Uh, there'll be a lot more to talk about from the Olympics as well, right? It's oh yeah, ongoing. and we are we are having a we're having a podcast with uh, I guess we can say the name like, because it's confirmed yeah. already. Yeah. Um, with uh, the comedian Doctor Jason Leong from mm. Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, he's um, an actual and doctor talking, as well. Yeah, he's an actual doctor. He yeah. recently did a few podcasts of his own with doctors in Malaysia, some of whom are not the biggest fans of the vaccine. Mm. So, so yeah, it'll be a great conversation. We're recording it. Middle of the week, it should be out on Thursday. So, mm. stay tuned, guys. Cool. Cool. All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs>